When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. I'm Sarah. And I'm Beth. We're lawyers, mothers, and co-hosts of the bipartisan podcast, Pantsuit Politics. We have more in common than divides us. In a world that defaults to false dichotomies, we explore the messiness of living wisely. The choices, trade-offs, priorities, and grace of living a nuanced life. Thank you so much for being here for The Nuanced Life. We have several personal growth commemorations to share with you today, which is kind of redundant because I feel like everything we talk about at The Nuanced Life is about personal growth, but we're really going to home in on a couple of specific examples of that today. Before we dive in, we hope that you will check out PantsuitPoliticsShow.com where you can find tickets to our Nuanced Nation tour. And so we will be in California, in Dallas, in Washington, D.C., and in Louisville, Kentucky over the next couple of months. We would love to interact with you personally, celebrate some of these commemorations in real life. So you can head on over to our website to find all the information that you need about our tour and get your tickets. I'm really excited about our California stops. For those of you who don't know, I spent every summer of my childhood in California. So I do feel this possessiveness of it, but also I feel like Kentucky is better. So we're going to settle on the Nuance Nation tour which state is better, Kentucky or California? That, that was what you had in mind, right, Beth? I was going to say, that's maybe a, a framing that differs from how I see it. <laughs> but we can flesh all that out. This is the part of the fun of being there in real life. We flesh these things out. Oh, that's right. First up today, we are commemorating with Shannon. Shannon works in a school that is in danger of being taken over by the state. It's a lower income area. Classes are large and often parents are at odds with the school. It's really hard. The hours are grueling and the teachers are used to being cursed at and belittled and that's on a good day. A company has been hired to turn around the school and has tried for three years to implement a charter model. It was barely successful the first year, was critically failing last year, and is an all-out free fall this year. Shannon has been a vocal critic of the company. And this year, she joined and became an unofficial leader of a teacher's committee that was working to negotiate on working conditions for teachers. The top union rep credited Shannon as a major reason why the company's contract was not renewed. Shannon graciously says that pantsuit politics taught her not to just be a critic of the problem, but to be part of the solution. And she is continuing to do the work here in this school. Shannon, you are doing the Lord's work. Um, so I was listening to an interview with Elizabeth Warren, not to get political in the nuanced life, and he was asking her about markets in healthcare and in public schools. And I thought of this commemoration. She said, in industries like that, in public education, a market without regulation is theft. And I thought, oh, that's so good. Markets without regulation are theft. And I thought about charter schools and how we're still trying to figure out how can we meld these two worlds and people like Shannon on the front lines, like in this, basically it's like the wild West out there, man. Like people are just throwing stuff at the wall and seeing what sticks and people like Shannon are there on the front lines of this, you know, free for all trying to protect these kids, trying to protect the teachers, trying to do what's best 
Y'all doing the Lord's work, Shannon. The Lord's work. Something that you say, Sarah, that I think about all the time is how we ask so many institutions to be more than they're built to be. And I think our schools are such a perfect encapsulation of that right now because schools have become these institutions that have every goal. And so it's we don't even know what we're working towards sometimes. We want our kids to be fed there. We want them to be kept safe, which is increasingly difficult. We want them to get clothing and basic supplies that aren't happening elsewhere. I was just talking to one of my mom's very best friends who drove a long way to celebrate her birthday with us over the weekend, which was wonderful in and of itself. But she's a teacher in Tennessee, and she said that Tennessee has passed a bunch of new standards this year. One of them is amazing. It's about um, putting a focus on women's suffrage into the curriculum this year. But another is to educate students about feminine hygiene products and how to use them and how to take care of your body during your period. And we were talking about how, like, I don't have any objection to that. And also, how much more are we going to ask of our schools and our teachers? And and that's in a perfect situation, in a perfect situation where every, every family is supportive of the school and parents are really engaged and the kids don't come with all these extra basic needs. We're asking a lot to do it in low-income areas where the conditions are not good for students or teachers or families, it's even more. And I think this really dangerous thing we're doing right now in Kentucky, and I imagine elsewhere, is talking about students' needs versus teacher needs as those those are two different things. Right. I mean, I think the places you see that are doing it really well, they're not, I mean, I think what LeBron James is doing in Ohio is amazing, but it's not a charter school. He's rolled into a public school, and it's like they just acknowledge, okay, We need to do all the things. We need to help parents with jobs. We need to help kids with food and clothing and bicycles. And we need to be kept open longer. Because I mean, it's like they just, it's like he just walked in. He's like, I'm going to give you all the money to do everything you know you really need to do. And nobody else is helping you with. So you're going to have to carry all this weight. But at least I'm going to give you the funds to support all this insane stuff we're asking schools to do. And you know, only time will tell. The initial results are pretty good, but I'm impressed with that model, which says, we're, now we're going to do public schools. We're just going to give them the resources to meet all the needs we're asking them to meet. And those resources are so important because let's say you have all those resources and you're just thinking about students. You still cannot have teachers who are burnout, who are working constantly, who are doing emotional labor even when they aren't in the classroom you know, who are having to be resilient in the face of criticism from administrators and politicians and parents and students. So I really think that we are in need of much more activity like what LeBron James is doing and many more Shannons who are willing to take the risk of stepping up and pushing back on initiatives that are not helping these problems but are exacerbating them. So way to go, Shannon. And I'm so delighted that we have a second commemoration from Shannon that we're going to hear right after a quick break. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 
After reading The Awakened Family, I've been thinking a lot about her definition of consciousness, which is connecting our emotions and our feelings to our behaviors. It's a really intense process that I've been working on. And if you are trying to make those connections yourself, then BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist to go through that journey. You can start communicating in under 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise in BetterHelp's counselor network, which may not be locally available in many areas. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. Visit BetterHelp.com NL. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. And join the over 500,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Special offer for the Nuance Life listeners. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com NL. So Shannon says, my second commemoration is in response to what Beth said regarding wanting to flee as part of the daily stress she encounters. Mine is, I guess, wanting to fight because my daily therapy is exercise. Now that the weather is warm, my motivation is in competing in triathlons. Shannon writes, for my 40th next year, I've decided that I'm going to do a half iron distance. That is a 1.2 mile swim, a 55 mile bike, and a 13.1 mile run. It's probably going to kill me and take me crazy long to complete it, but when I started this sport and learned about the distances, I knew this was a possible milestone for me. Maybe I'm leaning on it too much as a you-can-still-do-things anchor, but one of my motivations is that I should do it while I'm still young enough, and part of turning 40 next year is feeling like I'm too old for what little I've accomplished in life. Maybe, though, I'm more like Bruce Willis's character in Death Becomes Her, where life really only begins at 50, and I'll still have so many more things to be proud of later in life. I do not remember Bruce Willis and Death Becomes Her, but I know that's not the point of this message. I thought this is awesome. I have a friend who, and I'm I'm almost certain he was not, he was over 40 when he started. He started doing Ironman triathlons, and he did one in every single continent on the United States, and it's like the coolest thing I've ever seen a human being do. They're so killer, but... You know, you just get to a point in your life, I think, where there's fewer things you can do for the first time. And part of, I'm obsessed with the bell curve. Do you know what the bell curve is in middle age? Where everybody's happiness kind of bottoms out until you're in your 60s. And I just refuse to accept that. It sounds like Shannon does too. And so you do. You have to find things like, I haven't done this before. This is a new adventure. This is a new, and it shouldn't be, you know, the the silly stereotypes of like the sports car channeling it into something that's so positive and so motivating not to mention like doing that kind of hard workout puts me in the mindset of burnout the book we both just read about the stress cycle I did that thing she said where you like I was really really stressed about a meeting I was very pissed off about what happened at the meeting which I'm sure Shannon encounters 
um, considering her previous commemoration about the school she works in. And I literally did like, I was punching the person. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. In the faces I was running, like, I, I probably might never thought I was crazy. But I feel so much better after that run. Like, hard physical... Exercise like that as you get older and you're encountering more stress. It's like just such a positive way to deal with it, a positive way to face turning 40. You're killing it, Shannon. You are killing it, Shannon. Here's the other thing. So we have this running list on the Nuance Life of things that would make the world better. I believe on that list right now we have um, everyone has walkout music. Everyone gets to choose how they like to be greeted, whether it's a handshake or a fist bump or a hug or no physical contact, whatever. Um, I would like to add to that list Let's all identify for one another, A, what our love languages are, and B, whether we are a fight, flight, or flee person in stress. Don't you think that would be helpful to just know, like, oh, when you get stressed out, you want to fight. Great. When I get stressed out, I want to go away. I want to run as far away from you as I possibly can. I just think that if we all had this information disclosed up front, first, if we knew it about ourselves, right, and could say it for ourselves, but then to share it with people that we're going to be around a lot, I think the world would be better. Well, and also it's probably a good tool for self-awareness like the Enneagram to push yourself in a different direction. So if you can, if you like to fight, maybe sometimes getting away and being quiet would be a good tool. You know what I mean? To like break it up and to see like, okay, well, this is just because this is my brain's default. Maybe I would really benefit from another strategy. Shannon, reach out and let us know when you've accomplished your half iron. We can't wait to hear about it. Pictures too, please. We will be right back after this short message from our sponsor. In today's age, it can be hard to find the time to sit down and learn more. It's not easy when the likes of social media can be so addictive and time-consuming, so you may think you don't have time to read a book or to develop yourself. There is an app that we highly recommend called Blinkist to solve this problem. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways, the need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books, and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read or listen to them. Blinkist is made for busy people like you who want to get the main points quickly without reading the entire book. And with its audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish a book during your commute, on your lunch break, or while you exercise. Eight million people are using Blinkist right now, and it has a massive and growing library from self-help, business, health, to history books. I was so excited because they just added Emily Oster's crib sheets, which, like, I don't have kids that age, so I can't really justify reading the whole book. But I really loved her first book about pregnancy, and I want to hear her insights about the research on how to raise babies up to preschoolers. So I'm definitely going to be doing that one on Blinkist. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash life to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist, B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash life to start your free seven-day trial. Blinkist.com slash life. Hey, 
comes from Jordan. A judge just granted Jordan's expungement of a felony charge from when Jordan was only 18. Jordan was incarcerated for about 10 months and completed a very intense program that's similar to a boot camp, multiple counseling classes, and a very strict schedule. Here's what Jordan wrote about this. The type of relief I am feeling is unexplainable at the moment. When you turn 18, there's so many things to do, so many new opportunities to take on all at once. I had those for about six months, four of them still in high school, meaning the most I did adult-wise was smoke cigarettes and get a tattoo. I didn't have the chance to vote yet. I didn't have a clue what kind of career I wanted. I didn't get the opportunity to travel the world. For the past five years, knowing that if I mess up, I get my remaining time and the permanent felony, I've had to live as a temporary felon, having my voting rights restricted, loss of my Second Amendment right, the inability to move up in certain jobs because I couldn't pass a background check, being completely barred from certain companies and housing because of my record, and much more. It's been rough. As of today, I don't have to check that box anymore. I can apply for my passport. I can change my middle name to honor my adoptive father. I can do all the things, and it feels good. I don't have to be that person I was at 18 anymore, and he doesn't have to hold me back anymore. I don't know where I'll start with these new opportunities, but I know that I am in for much, much better days. I'm so happy for Jordan, and I'm so angry about how we treat felons in this country. I think Jordan's message is such an important tribute to what people endure in this country, that we don't give you a chance to make a better life for yourself. We say that we're a a country that believes in redemption and rehabilitation. But if you listen to this message, here's a kid who screwed up at 18 and for five years has been paying for that screw up. And I just think, you know, we can do so much better by each other than this. We, we can do so much better. And expungement is an incredibly difficult process to go through. You can hear in this snippet of Jordan's message that we shared, and there's a lot more. Like, he worked really, really hard to get here today. And I hope that all the opportunities in the world are ahead of him, and I'm excited for him. And I want this, this second chance which is second chance even sounds dramatic for someone who made a mistake at 18, you know, but I want this opportunity to be there. And for, I want us to allow people to have a good life, even after they've made mistakes. I just always think of Sister Helen Prejean when she came to Transy when we were in undergrad, when she said about going to visit people on death row and wanting to know what they did and then realizing, do I walk in the door and tell a person I've just met the worst thing I've ever done? Do you want to be defined by the worst thing you've ever done? And I think for better or for worse, we've decided in this country that that's the type of punishment we want people to have. You've done something so bad, you deserve to be defined by it for the rest of your life. And I just think that is not representative or should not be representative of our values as a country. I don't think it works. I think it has almost all negative benefits and no positive benefits. I don't think it serves victims. I don't think it serves recidivism or rehabilitation. Um, I think it most likely increases crime, doesn't decrease crime. And I just, I wish we could let it go. I wish we could just let go of this idea that we'll just punish somebody hard enough to make us all feel better. I just, I hate that orientation to criminal justice, just to humanity generally. And I'm so happy that Jordan is going to get out from underneath it. And I think another thing we can do if we care about this area is think about what support people need as they're transitioning away from this system. Because when you're in a system, even if you're out 
of incarceration. But like Jordan, you've you've had your voting rights restricted. You've been denied housing or positions because of checking that box. You know, that wears on you psychologically. It means that you're losing time in the workforce to save money. So you come out, you have a job, you work really hard every day. Even if you have gotten a job with a really good wage, what happens when your car breaks down or your water heater has to be replaced? You know, you you haven't had a chance to save money because of the situations that you've been in. And so just so much support is needed for people who've been through the system as it stands today. And I know lots of good organizations are out there working on these issues, and I applaud them. And just Jordan... Check back in with us. Let us know how life is going. I'm so happy that you're going to get this clean slate finally. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Nuanced Life. We will be back in your ears on Friday and on Tuesday over at Pantsuit Politics and then back here next Wednesday. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. Dylan Garvin produces The Nuance Life. Elise Knapp is our managing director. The Nuance Life is listener supported. Go to patreon.com slash the nuance life. For $5 each month, you'll receive an entire bonus episode of The Nuance Life. Dante Lima is the composer and performer of our theme music. Dylan Garvin is the composer and performer of our ad music. For more information about The Nuance Life and to connect with us through our weekly email, visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com.